0: That's sure. I think so.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to. Oof.
0: Look alive, buddy.
1: Oh, man. I haven't been alive since 98. <clears throat> <laughs> Oh, okay,
2: so that's there. We need to start a GoFundMe now for his therapy. <laughs> <laughs> is this for okay. Rose's therapy? <laughs> GoFundMe uh, at this I just, link. i
1: just take it and, you know, spend <laughs> Literally, it. Literally, he would other just like things.
2: go get another degree with it. Like, he'd be like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Uh, Let would be like, like you're just going to
1: invest heavily in crypto because whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's my lottery ticket. Don't make fun of that.
1: Yeah. mine. It's one of mine. Hopefully, i oh. Fucking crypto man such a weird concept casey's like but like it's not real money and i was like i know but like money's not real money nothing is real we live in a simulation
0: and then she was like she... did you have mushrooms for
2: breakfast <laughs>
1: yeah and i was this like, like so the matrix is correct that Ro
2: has <laughs> often He's like nothing That's... is real <laughs>
1: it's true though like nothing good morning
2: to
0: you too. i'm gonna manifest my wealth
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Billions, billions, billions. I want to be the thing that I hate. A billionaire. Fucking um Jeff Bezos with this 500 million dollar yacht. Ah. Oh, what?
0: <laughs> That's insane.
1: This man has a yacht for his yacht.
0: I got to google like this.
1: More to, money to than s- sense. To service. Oh, it makes a lot of sense to me uh no bro. he's like oh can we just uh have this this other yacht follow oh my us God. around yeah
2: it's like a cruise yeah. ship
1: uh yeah all for why didn't him. he just
2: like can you not store it anywhere else i'm confused
1: well, store what
2: what do you mean a yacht for his yacht like
1: like he it, i don't i don't really know like uh, the other
2: yacht rides on this yacht
1: no, it, yeah, could you imagine?
2: <laughs> I'm very, like, I am not rich, okay? I'm very poor. This is not, I don't understand.
1: You're like, I'm not even really sure what a yacht is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Welcome back to the Health Unfiltered podcast. The crew is here and we are coming in hot this Sunday. How are y'all doing?
1: Boop, 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 boop. Coming in hot. Good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's good. I think so. I don't know.
0: This is some This is some late in the weekend energy. Y'all gotta wake up. <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: mm. good. I have been a energy. I'm, like, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: I'm like Eeyore. <laughs> you can't be your
1: we had a really
2: big um like 10 hour event yesterday at my other job so i'm just kind of like coming off of like all that people interaction for the first time and Mm. nashville lifted their mask mandate and so like i feel like i'm entering this new world and it feels very strange
1: (laughs) yeah you're like i need three days to recuperate (laughs)
2: what's happening what are we doing that's a lot yeah a lot of peopling Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i see what i feel like i did something recently where yeah i talked for like maybe two hours and then i was like i need a whole day i need a whole (laughs) day by myself again again." (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) just so accustomed to doing like very little interacting so i love this podcast all these people can hear whenever and i'm like you heard me all right <laughs> don't ask you questions you just
2: start referencing the podcast and every conversation so you're like i'm yeah. having this in-person interaction but you can go listen to this episode
1: you can go listen uh, actually that's a really good question episode 27
2: i actually it, did that today with a- <laughs> <laughs> i was
0: like oh yeah yeah you should totally go listen to that episode
1: yeah yeah i mean it's easier you're like here we go free resources if you have questions after that then come talk to me Black How are y'all world.
0: doing? Are you drinking alcoholic beverages? Ro, I know you've been on a bender, but are you drinking today? Relax.
1: Not exactly a <laughs> bender. My, I took my last final ever. I took my last class ever after fucking, I mean, really, I guess 24, 23 years, whenever you're in like preschool.
2: Are you happy uh, about this, Ro? I'm very confused I'm by your so, emotion
1: around it. So, no, why would I not be? Imagine like... Like what? I don't know.
2: I feel uh, like you're one yeah, of those I'm people stoked. that you're just like. I think I should be happy, but I actually want to keep going.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I have a lot. I still have a lot to do for sure. Uh, so there will still be much keep going, many mm-hmm. keep goings. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, not having to sit in classes and like learn things that I don't think uh, are relevant is awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> now I'm like gonna focus on my research comps. Easy pe- easy peasy. If anyone knows, this is definitely the easiest part. No. I'm I'm stoked. Yeah. So I've been drinking um pretty good amount in the past two days. And I will continue today, of course. So what do I have? I have this oh god, I can't open it. <laughs> strength, people. It's functional <laughs> strength. Uh, I have this beer called Kindling. Um it's kinda hard to read because it's the words are like sticks, like kindling sticks. But it's a golden ale from Odell Brewing to spark change. Um I mean, this is probably what we need more of. But you know how much I like blonde. we've had enough change
2: in the last year and whatever <laughs> months.
1: Need more. It smells like um what's that fake wine? Uh what What? oh like just sparkling fake grape wine. juice? Yeah. What it smells like. Um but it's good. I like it. Wow i like you kindling kindle this podcast so yeah what are you all drinking i feel like i talked for like 40 minutes jeez
0: (laughs) i well i don't know how you wait to open your beverage like i open this bad boy sit down and start drinking like as soon as we start talking so i'm like halfway done
1: it's just one of our favorite Um, things to hear like the.
0: that's true you love that like msr stuff (laughs) I have a Bull City Cider Works cider. It's their classic off-main, semi-dry cider. I like it. This place is like right by my new office. So I just popped in and just picked up a whole bunch of ones to try.
1: So So, question. Uh, Obviously, like if you like work for someone else, you can't just like drink in your office. But if it's like a workspace that's like yours... Could you, like, drink whenever you wanted in your own little office?
0: So, like, I'm planning on doing that, but I don't know. (laughs) So, like, one of my neighbors is um, this guy's, like, has a corner office and it's pretty much It's all glass walls for the most part, except the inner walls. I don't know if that makes any sense. But so I can see his whole like setup and he's got chocolate and bourbon. And I'm like, we would be friends, dude. Like we would be friends. Um, They host events on like the rooftop. They're doing one where you can watch the baseball game from the rooftop this Friday. So I think I'm going to go hit that up and get some free alcohol. So I don't think they care. I noticed when I was signing the lease, this is actually a European based company. And it says... Don't bring outside alcohol into the cafe because apparently in the European ones they they supply alcohol, not in ours in Durham. I wish they did, but hmm. we just get That's coffee. Interesting that
2: they don't because at the like co working spaces that we serviced at my old job, we would always like provide the alcohol for them too. That's oh awesome. really? Mm-hmm.
1: You're like here's a healthy snack. Beer. Yeah, like every
2: single office Liquor. that we were in all had like a. Uh, like kegs they all had beer (laughs) at any time because like Mm -hmm.
0: oh wow because at the one i worked i worked at another co-working space that was connected to google they would lock the taps like these bastards
1: mm. so you could
2: (laughs) only access them at certain times yeah like if it was you know all one company on like one floor they obviously don't want you drinking a beer at 8 a.m but there were people that did that and it was always fun to hear about the drama around that but, I mean, they were very, like, loose with it. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are very trusting. Yeah. Because I'm about to move the whole podcast
0: setup to the office where I will still have a drink. I obviously got to be careful to drive home. get, or a, get a little get
2: a dr- a ride. little keg and have it on tap. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like one of those, like, Heineken kegs. And then you, like, you go just, to like, ride it, it off at the end of
2: the year. <laughs> You're like, this is a ride
0: off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am like my CPA is pretty chill. So I'm be like... Dude, I needed the kegerator. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I needed it's on it on brand.
1: <laughs> like, damn it, broke again. Like, wow.
2: <sighs> what are you drinking, Coco? No. I am drinking a Cabernet Sauvignon. I think that's how you say it. Sauvignon Cab Sav.
1: Isn't yeah, <laughs> it, isn't it spelled like Savagnon.
2: Yeah, <laughs> so, so, seven, so Cabernet Sauvignon. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep, that's what the country country oh, yeah. gal in it's me nice. would say. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it's just y'all a, got any more of that Cabernet Sauvignon? <laughs> <They were> like <laughs> you need to leave. <laughs> that's why I Have I you really joke
2: didn't... all the time that I don't think people from the country are like I don't think I would actually be able to speak another language. Like I speak too slow. And I need have, like I don't know.
1: Have you guys seen the? Um, uh, I guess it's a TikTok. I'm not sure of of those uh, southern, like they're. I guess they're like high school seniors talking about where they're gonna go. Mm-mm. And they just all the girls sound like ultra southern. Let me find <laughs> it. They're like I'm gonna Tech Night now. I'm gonna Mag. And it's like, uh, oh I'm, my going, gosh, like I'm gonna. Like college? I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think like I have boom. seen this. <laughs> Boomer Sooner. I can't take it. I can't take it. Anyway. They like
0: slur the whole thing together. It's like there's no gaps. It's just like this long slur.
2: <laughs> it's very hard.
1: Whatever, I'm going to go to Glenn Boomer Sooner. Like, That's dang, like, man.
2: Work on our, you know... Stopping uh, our words and not running them <laughs> together, bro. You know
1: to stop. Oh, it's just I. I'm going Oklahoma boom shooting to get some sauvignon. Like, <laughs> all right.
2: Okay, <laughs> cool. what would Mississippi states be? Go for it, bro.
1: Oh, I'm not. No, I, I yes, come on, of, I, give the people I, what I, they I want. Even, no, because like there's so God. many different. You trying to put
2: this man on the spot and he just won't do it.
1: There's just so many different, like. I met so many people from, like, different parts of Mississippi, and they all have different accents. So I have no idea, like, So, which which.
2: like, do you remember the country's person you met while you were there? Or, and were you just like, <sighs> what is this person I saying?
1: I don't – I do remember There's there's this uh, uh, cheerleader <laughs> who was, like, very, like, tiny. And, and she she just had, like, the, like, the thickest, like <laughs> – I don't know. She was like – she was like, and then I'm going to go down. And I was like, do you can't – I can't <laughs> –
2: Okay, that? what was the one, no. one word that you heard that you were like, I don't know what the hell that means?
1: Okra, yeah. You didn't like, know what okra was, was? No, I didn't. I didn't. I'm from, <laughs>
2: <He's> from Illinois. <laughs> Chicago.
1: I'm from Illinois. <laughs> Come yeah. on,
2: okra is still corn? like a vegetable. It's a food. Uh,
1: no, we, we rarely never heard even of
2: it. have it up here.
1: Yeah, it's not up always here, here. Is North Carolina? You yeah. know what I mean? Like...
2: <laughs> How is that the word though, bro? There wasn't any other uh, like country vernacular that you were like, I have no idea what this means.
1: I mean I heard some like racist things where I was like, okay. "Oh, that's it? okay. <laughs> that's interesting. That's not um, true. but no, Brian I don't know was, if, uh, I don't know if I have anything. Brian like Brian over yonder.
0: The... Hail State Go Dogs.
1: Oh, yeah. Praise yeah, the uh, <laughs> Lord and Go Dogs. That's it. Um, uh <laughs> the one that I that's it. I I know it uh might could. That one makes me so angry. What? It's like, "Oh, do you think you could go do that?" Yeah, I might could. Like oh, no. Mike we just could. maybe. Or yes, or I could, I but might could, might could <laughs> doesn't make any sense. So anytime Casey <laughs> says that, I'm like, I don't know why I could. She was uh, pretty upset about man. it, but, but it's yeah, okay.
2: It was so funny because when I went, <sighs> when I first got my, um, my first job, <laughs> I went to New York for like a week to travel with work and everyone oh. there, we were like trying to ch- like exchange like words that they would use. Um, like their slang and my slang, and I ta- and I was telling someone like what over yonder meant, and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna go yondering. and I'm like, "No, that's not how you say it," <laughs> <laughs> and he just like co- he couldn't understand what that meant, and I was like, "I love this. This is amazing."
1: I I will say that um, finna back home. Oh, fixinta also mm. was something that I have never heard. <laughs> You're uh, right. But I heard I heard finna back home. Uh, but it was much more, um, prominent in the South. Like everyone said it, whereas like, it was like part of like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. A different did set you, of like, people, I guess. Did
0: you ever hear like cattywampus? Mimi never, says I, that all the time. I
1: never heard that mm-hmm. in real life. No, no. She <laughs> says it
0: all the time, but I've never heard anyone other than this Southern Mississippi woman ever say cattywampus.
1: <laughs> no, Never. Hey, send us in, uh, if you're listening, send in your, your weird words. All our Mississippi
2: people, let us know the words that we're missing. Well, it's like, yeah.
0: it's kind of cool in the United States, there's all these different cultures. There's got to be weird words like that in like the Midwest or the West Coast or the East Coast or the oh, North. Sure. Like, I want to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, let's get what? into the question of the what
1: week. What are we talking about today? You know? Yeah, we've
0: gotten, <laughs> we've gotten, we've gotten gone astray. So question of the week time. This one's for you, Ro. During training, if I'm doing three sets and on the third set, I feel like the first two have been too easy, should I go up and wait?
1: Um, That's a good question. There's a lot of things that you should probably think about. So, (sighs) all right. So if you're focused for, um... oh man, there's a lot of things.
0: Oof, use me as right. an example use me as an example <laughs> like... so i did like three sets of eight and i was like you know what i'm I'm also calibrating because i haven't done this style in a while so like it was really easy the first two and i'm like i'm gonna bump it five pounds and see how i feel and it went fine and i got all eight but is that bad to do that or should i have just seen it through for the whole like commitment of sets
1: yeah so i think <clears throat> uh and we'll talk about this during the rest times too where it's like uh Zooming out makes things a lot easier to understand. So right now, if your goals are, um, you know, to just kind of be more active, put on some muscle size, then you have to have like more stress than before. Right. Um, And we know that like you don't have to go to failure uh, every set, but like the closer you are to failure, the, the higher your chances of getting like gains are so if you are um you did the first set at like 15 pounds uh and it was eight reps and it was like yeah like i could have done like 10 more of those but the program says you know whatever so i'll stick with it you do it again and then you're like okay no like I, I should go up right and then you move up to 20 pounds and you hit uh the eight again and you're like oh wow like i had like two more in the tank there like okay you got closer to failure and that's like what you want um and because it's so variable from like I mean you know that some days you're gonna feel really great uh, you just came back from vacation right so if you started going <clears throat> you might have like all this energy that you were just not used to you finally gave your body rest and it's like yeah I'm gonna push it a bit let's go um so it's one of those things where yes if it feels good if it gets you closer to proximity, or uh, closer to uh, failure, then it's not going to ruin the rest of your workout, most likely, right? But let's say you are, uh, you did that with squats, okay? And you're like, you know, 135 felt really good. I jumped up to 155, it felt good. And so I went to like 185 and that I grinded it out. So you you might've overshot, right? And so now the rest of the workout you may be operating at, like, less intensity just because you're so gassed from that one set. Now, you know, are, are dumbbell rows or, like, curls or something, like, going to burn you out? No, those are – you have way more freedom around those. But if you're like, yeah, let me try and, like, <clears throat> hit a an 8-rep max and then overshoot, then you might have gone too far. So I think it's okay for the most part, especially if you're just getting back into things or – um, you're really good at listening to like your body and, you know, what you're feeling that day. And and as long as like the next week comes by and let's say you can only do like the three sets of eight and you can only do 15s and they're like really are kicking your butt and you're not like, oh, something must be wrong. And just you understand that like you just had a really good week last week and this week is just like your normal week, then it's not a problem. Uh, but I see it being a problem if you're like, well, like I should be able to do this. I'm just gonna go heavier, and then you kind of like mess up your whole training block because you're like, well, I just kept doing it week after week after week. So, you know, it's it's. I know it's not like a clear answer for the most part. It's okay, uh, but like generally, like do what feels good, and you yeah. can like keep training and so.
0: So two things that stick out to me. The first one was, like, basically you're saying it's okay to do, but be modest about it and try not to overshoot because you could just set yourself up for disaster. And then the second thing that I liked that you brought up is not every week of training is going to be linear week to week. And (laughs) to give yourself a little bit of grace there. I think people assume that, though. Same with nutrition. I think... Like, oh, this week is super solid. Next week, I'm going to just crush right past it. And it's like, eh, that's not how it works because there's so many other variables, like you said, like rest, stress, all that stuff. Yeah. so
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's also one of the things, and um this can definitely be like a whole episode too, but <clears throat> when when people are starting out or when we're trying to get them into like a, a good system or something, you know, like I, I know that we've all been like lifting and been um, active and stuff for like a couple years, but like I, we're still... In that like beginner novice phase, just because like when's the last time you like were like, Hey, for two years I'm gonna train like very hard and very dedicated, like not like not... ten years ago, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so and like for me, and sometimes I'm like, Oh yeah, I've been lifting for so long, but like my, my back surgery puts me at like year zero, right? So it's still like relatively fresh. For most people, we um you know, we put in like three three to eight is what you should do. Um, because it's easy. Here's my target, I'm gonna get to it, fine. But the reality is like for like hypertrophy, um, mostly hypertrophy, you can be like, hey, I'm going to do or I'm going to prescribe three sets of eight to 15. And so like if you hit that eight, you're like, oh, this is good weight. Instead of going up in weight, you're like, I'm just going to push more reps. And let's say you get to 15 and then it kind of beat you up. But then you fell into like 12 the next set. You still fit within that range. And you allowed yourself to like get as close to failure as you could, um, you know, for whatever reps and, rever- reps and reserve you're supposed to be at. Uh, so, so yeah, it's just like, there's, there's way more give than just being like, it has to be eight. Now, when it comes to strength, that's a little harder because it's like, well, no, it has to be above 90% or 95% depending on the training block and stuff. But um, yeah, feel it out. I like your two points there.
0: Love it. So if you've made it this far, the actual (laughs) podcast is about rest times (laughs) today. (laughs) We're going to talk about why you need them, why you should maybe be paying more attention to rest times and talking about the differences between what's optimal and what's realistic when we put it into practice. So I'm going to jump right in. First question for you, Ro, is Let's just start with the basics. What are rest times and what is the benefit?
1: Yeah, so rest times are, uh, we all do it. Uh, At least I I hope so. Um, If you look at like any basic like strength program or a hypertrophy program, bodybuilding program, uh, then a rest time is really the time you're spending between each set to do nothing, to rest and to recover. Um, Generally, you're not doing it as much if you're doing like a, a circuit style workout, but there are times where it's like, hey, we're gonna do you know five of these circuits for time, and then we're gonna wait ten minutes, and then do another circuit for a certain amount of time. Uh, then that ten minute break is a rest time. It's just like a prolonged rest time. Uh, as far as like their benefits, like you know, we're human. We <laughs> we have a whole podcast on energy systems. Check it out um, because it, it does kind of help you understand um, from the physiological perspective of like why we need to rest and that's because we need energy like we need atp in order to continue doing work and the only way we do that uh, at least in order to be able to like do work at a high um, high intensity or high quality work like when it comes to lifting weights is by resting so you know if we If we know that, then we can kind of be like, okay, if I want to do something to the best of my ability, I should probably rest a good amount, right? We know that it gets harder to do something with less rest because you just don't have enough time to, to get your heart rate down. Maybe it's also like mentally straining to be like, oh fuck, oh my God, I'm so tired. Okay. I'm going to keep doing this, like doing that day in and day out. Like you just kind of get burned out we can talk about fatigue in a whole other episode as well like but that all kind of compounds into that as well so um yeah rest times allow you to do more work uh to keep quality movement up they allow you to keep being intentional to your um training session and then to like keep pushing further um but yeah i think that's like the the main thing i know that when you learn about exercise or programs, there's a ton of variables, you know, like, uh, sets and reps, um, exercise selection frequency, like all the questions that people come up to you. And nobody ever really asks like, well, like how long, at least initially, how long should I be resting between each set? Um, and that's like something that if you tweak can make the whole session either much harder, uh, more cardiovascular demanding, um, or make it maybe not as hard, um, but then you can hit things harder. So you kind of have like more threshold where you're going like up and then down and up and then down. Um so it's just another one of those variables that you can you can mess with.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to learn more about this. I'm I rarely pay attention to this piece of it. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I need to hit this set, this rep and this weight. Got it. Um yeah. so I'm really curious to learn more about this. So I want to talk next about weight training. So does the rest time depend or vary based on the set and rep ranges when it comes to weight training?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so we have also, I just realized every time I speak, I'm like, yeah, or so. Anyway, <clears throat> it's like episode 30 at this point. Um, so if we are trying to do uh, a strength set, right, I'm going to move weight at 90% intensity or above. Um then I need to have more rest, right? My chances of lifting 315 are higher when I've had more than three minutes of rest than if I just go after a minute. You know, like that's heavy. You go, you do a heavy work, work, uh, you do heavy work, you sit down, you're like, okay, how much time do I have left? And then it's like 59 seconds has passed and you're like, oh my God, all right, let me get back to it, right? And you just, you can't continually keep pushing out um, you know quality work if that's what you're doing uh, and you might be able to that that session or for that block of training but then or at least the, the set within the training session but then it gives somewhere else. so let's say you are trying to do 315 three sets of three um, so it's like 90-ish percent uh, theoretically in this in this um, scenario. So you hit a set of three, you wait only a minute, hit another set of three, and you're like, oh fuck, I got one more. You wait another minute, and then you go again, and you're just—it's gonna—it's gonna really beat you up, right? You're like, oh, I'm so tired. So now you might take, you know, ten minutes before you do another thing, where you could have just taken, you know, two minutes between, or two or three minutes more between those uh, those sets in order to, to rest up so now you don't have to like have that block there uh, between your next kind of exercise. And then even if you do wait, right? There are some mental games that you have to play when you're like, man, that beat me up. And I have, you know, eight more exercises to go with like three more sets. Like that's a lot of work to, to continue doing. So in that sense, it makes sense to be like, you know what, let's give myself more time to uh to rest so that i can hit my focus here um and so like if if you are doing just strength for like that day then yeah like three plus minutes is going to be good but if you're like hey i'm just going to hit these squats are about quality work um i'm trying to do it at 90 plus percent and then afterwards i'm just going to do all this accessory work then you can maybe be like oh i'm going to you know push the pace a little bit more because I want to feel a little bit more of a pump or a little bit more of a burn. Um, so it all kind of depends on what you're doing for for that time. Uh, so if you're trying to just like get a good sweat on, get your heart rate up, trying to do like a, almost like a weightlifting cardio session, then yeah, use less rest because the more you have to recover and continuously do work and you're not allowing for that time, then your heart rate's going to spike up. Um, if you're just trying to get a little burn and enjoy yourself, like just push it a little, you know, maybe minute or two if you're not going so intense you know whatever uh but if you are trying to lift heavy or lift fast and have a lot of power um there's really no no reason that you shouldn't be like almost fully rested unless you're at a you know training block where it's like it's about being able to to recover and stuff um the main thing though is or at least one of the places where you kind of start to be like i don't know is when it comes to uh, hypertrophy, because, you know, there's kind of two stimuli that are working in in tandem, uh, a metabolic stimulus, and then the tension stimulus. So we know that if you are uh, pushing it, you're not resting a lot, you know, things like testosterone and uh, growth hormone are going to increase. But then it's like, well, why are they going to increase? Well, it's because you have to break down fats, and you have to break down carbs, So they're increasing in order to do that, in order to keep you working. Um, And, you know, they play some role in hypertrophy and stuff. Uh, And then we also just have like, you know, things where if you are consistently kind of gunning it, then you put your muscles in a bit of a hypoxic state. And so there's all these things that come, all these benefits that come with that. Um, But you have to balance that with the tension aspect where, if I can do three sets of eight for dumbbell rows and they're quality reps and I'm feeling the tension and it feels good um, and I'm getting close to, to failure, then that,, um, in my opinion, and I think the literature shows, is much more important to hypertrophy than just like, you know pumping it out and trying to get like a, a mega pump because you're not resting or something. Um, but yeah. Kind of so,
0: what's your opinion? I've heard people who time their rest based on their heart rate and like when it drops to a certain level versus yeah. a time. What's your opinion on that?
1: I think that can be a really uh, good tool. So for like our fighters, when we are working on <clears throat> like threshold work, right? We'll put them up at a at a certain percentage, like right above their threshold for three or four minutes, whatever we're doing. And then they'll have you know a minute or two to to kind of rest and so what we're doing is we're watching their heart rate uh go down and generally in like so we have like an athlete who in a minute his heart rate could drop uh 40 beats per minute which is phenomenal right you need that in a fighter for sure um and so for if you're if you're like very into that you have the technology um, then yeah, you can be like, Hey, I want my training session. I want my heart rate to be between hundred and like 160 or whatever, 160 being the top end. So I'm going to push it and I'm not going to work until I'm back at like that hundred, 110. And so you can always kind of see, um, where, where you are, like how fit you are for that thing. And that can be like a really important metric to, to track because you can do the exact same work right week after week. And you can say like, oh, wow, I'm way more fit or I can recover better than I could before. Um, And then from there, you can kind of tailor your rest times where, okay, I need one more minute before my heart rate gets down to 110. Um, But a month later, you're like, oh, I only need two minutes instead of the three minutes that I used to. Uh, And then, you know, a month and a half later, you're like, oh, wow, I can do this back to back to back. Um, But then at that point, you should probably like increase in the weight. Or whatever uh, that you that you do, um, but the heart rate thing is a really um, fascinating way for people to kind of track themselves if they have that kind of technology on them. So, yeah, nice. I like it.
0: Very cool. So, who should be mindful of rest times? You know, is this something where I can just go when I want to go and I'm feeling like I'm ready <laughs> for the next set? Yeah. <laughs> What's your advice there?
1: Yeah, I think that depends on on the person. So if you've been lifting a long time, uh, then you're pretty intuitive with how you, how you feel, right? You're like, oh yeah, I know that I can just chill for about two minutes. I, I don't rest, but like, I know that that's how I can work. Then, then you may not need a stopwatch right? or you may not need some sort of timer. For me, like, because I, you know, am in, into the science of this and everything, I like having like, okay, for this specific set, uh, after three minutes, I'm going. After two minutes for the accessory work, I'm going. Um, but it's also because, like, my mind doesn't really stop. <laughs> so it's it's good for me to have something to focus on. Otherwise, next thing I know, like, oh, it's been 10 minutes. Like, yes, I was ready eight minutes ago. Like, what, what happened to me? Um, and so it can be something that, like, keeps you really focused. Now, if you are really trying to, like – Be precise and be optimal. uh, It may be best that you you do, especially if you're like a newer person because you can be like, oh man, like I I feel like I've been sitting forever, right? And it's been like 30 seconds. You're like, okay, like you might be able to do more work if you actually sit for a minute and a half or two minutes, right? That's three or four times more uh, rest that you're doing and that's gonna pay off for the work that you're trying to to do there. Um, If you're doing like, Cardio type stuff. It's good to push the pace, right? It's good to again, like I said, have a metric that says, "Hey, I this workout was the exact same as it was two weeks ago, um, but this time I rated it as like an RPE of uh, seven, uh, whereas last time everything was the same and it was an RPE of ten, just because like I was not giving myself enough rest. So it's like, you know, kind of kind of one of those things where. It depends on you as a person, um, but I you know understanding the energy systems, you might be better off maybe waiting and watching a clock. <laughs> you know what I mean, like it's been a minute thirty. okay, now I can go. Um, but yeah, that I, I don't know it's like, you that like makes see a ton it. of sense
0: too, like as you get used to it like you're if you're just starting out and like you don't really have a gauge to pay attention, yeah. that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. And so, and it's also because, like, you know, some people can be like, oh, well, I'm go- like, I don't, I don't ever really need to rest. Like, after like 30 seconds, I'm good. Oh, well, that means you're probably not pushing it enough. Right. So, increase the weight or increase the reps. Like, do something else to challenge you so that you have to have more rest. Right. And then hopefully, after some time, you're like, oh, this is not challenging me anymore. So, it can also be like a really good indicator because you are, you know, keeping track of how much time you're spending on average. Right. It doesn't have to be like, two minutes on the like unless you're some sort of like athlete where time matters like that you know the difference between like a minute 45 and 215 like is it really going to matter if it's just kind of like moderate intensity work probably probably not um but that's when i want to talk to like the practitioners right like it's it's easy for me because i'm online for like 99 percent of my clients so i'm like hey brooke here's your stuff you know Try to keep a a decent pace. The rest of time is yours. And you're like, cool, I have an hour and a half to two hours to just kind of do whatever. Awesome. But if you are paying me to meet in person and I'm like, we have an hour, I'm going to make sure you warm up so you have, you know, five to 15 minutes of that warm up, depending on on the person, right, what we're doing that day. Um, And here's all this work that I think we need to do. Uh, if I kind of allow you to dilly dally, right, you're going to miss up, you're going to miss the intensity, Mm -hmm. Uh, you probably won't hit all the things that you're supposed to. Or if I'm like, hey, uh, I'm actually just going to give you three minutes for everything. Well, you might still miss out on work towards the tail end. And so like, part of the reason some people are like, yeah, my arms never get bigger, or my calves never get bigger, uh, myself included, is because it's like, we put that stuff at the end. Rightfully so, you know, you should be doing like heavier compound movements. But if you are like an hour and a half in, and you're like, I'm already so gassed. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going to skip my calves or I'm not going to do it as hard as I did everything else. Then that's kind of why that starts to show up. But um, going back to the rest times thing, if I spend so much time uh, resting that I can't do more sets of things that I should probably be doing, then you are missing out on the gains that come with with that. Um, so it's kind of like a fine line between am I just going to push it super fast so that I can get all this work done, but then I'm so gassed that by the end of it it's just like junk volume. Like I'm not even curling. I'm just kind of like swinging my, my fucking elbows in the air, and I'm like, oh, my God, please. Um, or am I going to you know, have perfect rest all the time uh while i have only an hour with my personal trainer who i'm trying to talk to and all this stuff and then i'm going to leave some stuff on the table and it's like well, you probably want to be in the middle uh for 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 your money's worth (laughs) uh but also like for your own for your own health there so yeah
0: Yeah. definitely a difference between like what the research says is optimal and then like what's actually realistic
1: yeah yeah i mean it's like because it's like you know i i I have, like I said, an, an hour, and that's why so many people skip warm ups as well and cooldowns, because it's mm-hmm. like, well, I need to hit my 20 sets of whatever I'm doing that day. Where am I going to skimp out? I'm going to skip out on the uh, warm up. Cool. And well, not enough time. I'm going to skip out on the cooldown. Well, not enough time. I'm not going to cut out exercises. How could I? And then, then I'm not going to be like a thick daddy, you know? So I am going <laughs> to rest less. Uh, but then you, like I said, you, you can just be doing things, um, by the motions, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if you have like, cause I, I generally like to think I have two hours to work out a day and that includes like everything. Um, so I'm warming up, takes me anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, the actual lift itself takes me anywhere from like an hour to an hour and a half, depending on what I'm doing. And then. I mean, I'm going to lie and say like 10 minutes of cool down, but it's like three to five. Um, three to five minutes of like cooling down. So that's like two hours, right? But I also just have to go to my garage. And if at any point like someone needs me, I have my laptop, whatever. But if you have to like, if you have two hours and it takes half an hour one way to drive, then you have an hour, right? And then it's like, oh, you know, I say hi to all my gym friends and blah, blah, blah. And so now I have less time. Um, so it's one of those things where that that's why I think having a, a watch or something to be like hey it's been two minutes man like you gotta push it uh helps you because you can get lost in conversation for 10 minutes and then you're like fuck i didn't do anything today Uh, which is partly why i don't like lifting with people but see i'm a
0: socializer i want a gym buddy we're talking we're laughing we work Uh -uh. out sometimes
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it it can be good, though, if you have someone who's like, hey, it's been two minutes, like, push it, right? They're like, I don't really want to do this. like, come on, get off your ass. But I think nine times out of ten is someone being like, so what did you do this weekend? And then you're like, I'm not getting the gains I thought I would. Well, yeah, (laughs) because you don't do the work.
0: Yeah, Coco and I were good gym buddies because we would just, like, alternate, and the timing just worked out well. It was like, all right, you do the thing, I do the thing, and you do the thing, I do the thing. And it actually worked out really well.
1: So that's like – that's really um interesting, right? Because I one of my good buddies uh used to have a training partner and they would like I mean it was like they would just go back the psychos, both of them psychos. They would just go back to back to back and it was like, you're lifting this, I'm gonna lift more. And it was I was like, I don't know how you aren't broken humans, you know? It's like a um, toxic
0: relationship.
1: Oh, like, that's exactly toxic what it was. Yeah. Relationship. <laughs> more than you know. Uh but yeah, I mean it was it's just like pure competition right between just like two people um but it's one of those things where like could you have done more weight if you had rested like actually rested because you think about it if i'm gonna do uh, a set of 20 on leg extensions or something uh that's gonna take me roughly 45 seconds to a minute right depending on the contraction speed the weight whatever so you only have a minute of rest after you've like tried to show up your buddy and then it just kind of keeps doing that over and over and over like are you gonna get a sick pump (laughs) duh absolutely you know like you're just going tit for tat but like is it the most efficient thing probably not right um and there's Pros and cons to that, you know. Mental toughness is a is something I think we should all work on. Uh, being able to push yourself to to that ability is a challenge, and um, the competitive aspect is like something people need or they cling to. Um, but if it's just you being like, I'm just trying to beat the shit out of myself, and it's like, why? Just be better, <laughs> be better, <laughs> be more efficient. So I don't know.
0: Nice. Well, now I want to switch gears, though. We talked about the weight training side of things, but what does it look like in the cardio world? God forbid. Cardio <laughs> yeah. and rest times. Where are we at with that?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, um, if we look at, and this goes back to uh, some of the stuff we talked about, the energy systems, right? If if I'm going to do like just long, like prolonged work, I'm going to chill. Right? I don't ever really need a rest time just because it's going to be 30 to 60 minutes of just like, you know, continuous work. Um, but if I'm doing threshold work, right? So there's there's a threshold everyone has that once you pass a certain point, like if you don't stop or decrease your intensity, then your your lactate's gonna spike, your heart rate's gonna spike, and then at some point soon, you're going to fatigue and you'll have to stop. So when you're doing stuff like threshold work, you kind of like dip your foot above it. You stay in there for you know three to five minutes, depending on what you're doing, um, and depending on how high you go, and then you come back down, right? And so that's a built-in rest time. So things like Tabata's uh, or just threshold work are are uh, built on rest times. And if you are trying to do all-out work, right? Like a sprint with an Aerodyne bike, and you're trying to get the most amount of kilocalories burned in six seconds or wattage output, then three to five minutes of rest is going to allow you to do that. Um, If you're trying to get better at um, recovering, then you will have, you know, two minutes or less to kind of like test that system and kind of stress that system again. The thing is like, even when we talk about stuff like this, uh, if you're not a, and I hate to say, if you're not a fit person or like your cardiovascular system is not well, then you won't recover as fast. So like we know fit people need shorter rest times just because their body's able to kind of be like, yeah, I can resynthesize this. No big deal. Cool. Like all rest is, um, is at, is at submaximal intensities, right? Right now you and I are not in, in, in intense situations. So we're resting, right? Every time we're, uh, chilling between sets that's at a sub-maximal intensity. So we're able to rest. So if you're like, if you can chill at that like 80% heart rate pretty well, and then come back down and recover quickly, then that also translates to your lift, right? You can push harder. Um, so it is really important for people to do um, some sort of cardio focus or some long, you know, uh, long or some long endurance work just to just to really like open up that that cardiovascular system to be like yeah let's get you to be able to do more work but there are caveats as well like you know do i think that a that a power lifter should be doing an hour or an hour and a half of just like long work like maybe but if you're like someone who is an elite athlete who's like i only do these things well then you kind of have specificity so you don't have the time or the energy to do that because you're spending it so much on your sport Um, but if you're just like someone who just like loves to power lift or is a novice powerlifter who competes or like does weightlifting um, and then you also like lose your breath because you're like bending over to tire shoes (laughs) you should probably work on that you know like not just because, like, it's kind of embarrassing. I'm not trying to, like, fit shame or anything. Um, but you can be, like, a walking heart attack waiting to happen. And, like, the last thing you want to do is have that happen while you're under the bar, you know? Especially if you're not setting a PR. Like, if you're going to set a PR and you're going to die afterwards, do it. YOLO. I'm awful for that. That's how I'd like to go in my life. But, like, you know, if you're just like, oh, it's just because, like, I don't have a good cardiovascular system. That's something you, you, need to, um, you need to work on for sure. But yeah, rest times are, they're a lot. They're a lot to kind of think about as well. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I feel like you gave us, like I think for me personally, that makes sense. I start timing things at like, I don't know, two to th- two minutes or three minutes rest. And I just see how I feel and just start to yeah. get my gauge going. And then I can see where it takes me. But I definitely think you got gave us some really good nuggets about how, depending on where in your journey you are, you can start.
1: Yeah, and I think that rest times also. There's, there's. I don't think there's like a technical term for it, right? But in every, um, in every movement, you have like a uh, an eccentric portion, an isometric, and then a concentric. So you are um, easiest way is to to think about like a squat, right? And every muscle kind of has its own thing. But generally, as you're going down into a squat, it's that eccentric motion, that that portion where you're like going from concentric to eccentric. So right when you're about to go up, or if you're paused, that's an isometric. And then as you come up, that's the concentric motion of the lift. So the only reason I bring that up is because there's a lot of people who preach like time under tension. Um, there's a lo- lot of things we can go over that uh, with respect to that. But specifically for rest times it's like if if i if you only train as everything has to be time attention all the time um then you don't give your muscles like a break right so if even even something like like a like a curl right if you're like come up but you don't and again this is generally because if you're like a high level bodybuilder then it's something you need to do but if if i'm if i'm curling and i i come up and I like just hold it, and I come back down again, like there's, or if there's like just constant moving, there's never any rest happening. And so because there's never rest happening within that muscle, then you're going to get peripheral fatigue. And so now like, yeah, your cardiovascular system can handle it, but like, your arms are shot, right? So if you do that beforehand, before if you do it, like during a compound movement, then the rest of your exercises are shot as well um so it's it's like not just during yes rest times are during or between sets but those moments where like we're we're kind of like oh man i need to take a breather before i go again just for curls even it's like you can complete more work at a higher quality which is going to allow you to get more gains if you take a couple seconds between each each rep or something. Um, do you know what, Do you know what cluster sets are? Either of you? No, Mm-mm. I don't
0: think so. So, like,
1: so cluster sets are uh, really, really, really good ways to get like intra. What would it be? Intra rep rest. So, especially if you're trying to do like uh, heavy work, right? To so like ninety percent. So instead of me doing, um three sets of three on a a squat, and then just having them be like three right after the other. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do one rep, I'm going to rack it for 20 seconds. And then I'm gonna unrack it, do another rep, rack it again for 20 seconds. And so what you're doing is that with that little 20 seconds between each rep, you're allowing your body to rest. And so if it's heavy, I'm allowing my body to rest, what does that do to the quality of my movement? Like it increases it, right? Like you can move 315 much better. You can move it faster. And that's going to lead to you being able to do it more down the road. Um, So like things like that, right? Or uh, methods like training methods like that allow you to, to do more work. And it's all because you are allowing yourself to kind of have more rest in between the actual rep, right? And that's going to pay off because higher quality work is what we're going for and not just higher quantity work that just looks like shit. Um, So some things to also put in on like your, your really heavy days, um, so that you are treating each rep like it's a single almost. So that's a positive too
0: nice i feel like i learned so much thanks Ro. (laughs) i'm not being sarcastic either (laughs) i mean that was more of a shock not sarcastic. rest
1: rest (laughs) more woo (laughs) no i'm excited to like
0: implement some of this
1: yeah Yeah. i mean it's it's just so it's just it's just another thing that you can push or you can like periodize right so if you're like, hey, you know what, Ro, never mind. I don't want to just like get healthier or – no, of course you want to get healthier. I don't want to just like mm-hmm. build muscle or something. Like I also want to like make these kind of cardio sessions. Like cool, then I'm going to give you enough volume to to stimulate muscle growth. But then I'm also going to say like, hey, a minute and a half so that by the end of it, you know, your heart rate was kind of between 130, 140 the entire time instead of like 100. Right, and that's gonna pay off because then next week and the week after that and the week after that it's gonna get easier. And then I'm like, cool. Well, now we can kind of push the weight a little more um, or decrease rest times or something. So definitely something to to play with um, for your own training or if you're a practitioner with your clients. Um, Oh my god, a bourbon
0: man! That Sorry. beer got you.
1: I don't know what it is. Beer it's, it's a kindling, a kindling in my chest. Uh, <laughs> He's <laughs> that's having like a good probably, attack. It's probably all he, the other. He throws beer up in his mic. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I'm like so. Rest time <laughs> 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 That's that's why you need to rest. Oh, but, uh, nice. Yeah.
0: Very good. Well, if this talk inspired you, uh, Ro is currently accepting <laughs> clients. Um, he's my trainer. So I'll just give like a quick client testimonial. Um, I love it. I absolutely love sucks. it. And he's um, and he's awesome about like answering questions. And I have a lot of dumb questions. So um, I really <laughs> no love questions. working with you. You're like a wealth of knowledge. So definitely encourage you to reach out to Ro if you're looking for anything fitness and training related. Um, he's great. Nicole's also accepting clients, and she's our intuitive eating and health at every size dietitian. I have a waitlist for clients, but I would love to have um, a conversation and possibly schedule a discovery call and get you started if you're looking for something with athletic performance and body recomposition, reverse dieting. Ooh, I am Brooke your girl. More
1: clients, bam. She's yeah. like, I don't have. A- I've crushed this waitlist <laughs> anymore.
0: <people. laughs> I have, um, I have a couple slots opening up in May, like end of May. And the waitlist, waitlist people always get priority, but we'll go through and just keep it rolling as spots open up and people graduate.
1: Yeah, I will say, uh, I just started working with one of your clients, um, and, uh, they had nothing but um, literally amazing things to say about you. And as I'm sitting there, I'm like, I really hope you don't expect this from me because like, (laughs) I'm not that kind of person, uh, but yeah, I mean, phenomenal job, both of you for sure. But uh, yeah, this guy had nothing, nothing, bad, nothing bad to say about you. So shout out—you know exactly who you are. So, um, and He's I know you listen. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, if you don't follow us on Instagram already, you definitely should uh, follow at Health Unfiltered Pod on IG. It also links to all of our personal IGs where we definitely keep the content and knowledge bombs coming all week long rate us share us and leave a review only if it's nice wherever you get your podcasts
1: and on that note
0: i think we're i think we're good to go coco you want to take us
1: out i do it coco
2: (laughs) cue (laughs) that music
1: (laughs) bro was so excited i was i was it's fine it's fine (laughs) all right peace (laughs) out (laughs) y'all